We need Kong. The world needs him. To stop what's coming. Welcome into Box Office Quarterbacks. I'm your host, Ryan Schmelz, joined by the other hosts, Jeffrey Gordon and Gerald Tracy. And it is great to be back, guys. It was a very sad hiatus away from you. We missed you, but I know you're having fun in Colorado. Um, I don't know if you watched the movie we're about to talk about on your trip, but... um... I I did. I did. I watched it on the night, the day it came out. It was was nice to have a a movie I was getting... I was really looking forward to this, honestly. I'm not going to lie. I'm a pretty big Godzilla fan, so I was really excited. And I did listen to the show you guys did without me, and... uh, Oh, just Gerald, you are so punny. It's not even funny. <laughs> so punny. I, I think you almost just made a pun there. Are you are you telling me the joke didn't land? Oh, no, it smelled like a good joke. It did. It's not like I don't ask for it. I mean, my, my bracket team was called Schmells Like Victory. My fantasy football team Schmells Like Victory. So it's just, I mean, geez, uh, I can't get mad when somebody else does it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it could be worse. You could have a different last name. We'll we'll take this one. I think there was a a, a South Carolina quarterback a couple years ago, a, a decade ago now at this point, but his his last name was actually Smelly. Mm-hmm. See, that's worse. He's like Chris Smelly. Life's worse. So, well, well, FIU just hired an assistant coach whose last name was Horny. So, I mean, <laughs> things could get worse. <laughs> well, on that note, let's talk about Godzilla and Kong. That's a great transition, I tell you. So, yeah, um, where to begin here? Um, I believe Jeff uh, said it when we did like a preview to all the big blockbusters that were coming out. When we did our first uh, uh, real and chalk talk segment, and Jeff kind of, we were like, "What do you guys think about Godzilla vs Kong?" Jeff was like, well, "I don't know. It's two monsters beating each other up. Like, don't overthink it. Just grab some beers and enjoy it." And that's kind of how I felt about this movie. I grabbed my beers and I watched it while I was on vacation and I didn't overthink it. And I, I had a good time there. It's definitely got its issues, but I did have a good time watching this. Yeah. If you're watching this movie for the plot, then (laughs) this is the wrong movie for you. You should probably go back and watch 2014 Godzilla or the sequel. This movie is more like Ryan said, turn off your brain watch three monsters punch each other in the face and just let it ride. Um, It's a great time. I'm not going to lie. There's some really stupid moments, but I enjoyed the hell out of it. That's for sure. Yeah. But I mean, I'm going to, I agree with both of y'all. Like I enjoyed the fight scenes. They were great. They were better than a lot of fight scenes we get in movies like this, but we, as a movie podcast review, as a movie review podcast, excuse me, we can't. We also have to acknowledge that the plot there is Batman vs Superman and Journey of the Center of the Earth with Godzilla and King Kong. That's what this movie is. Um, there is that because they still have a plot line. I mean, without the fights, you still have three quarters of a movie. Yeah, like the thing that bothers me about team up movies is, or not team up movies versus movies that the two people that are supposed to be fighting end up teaming up by the end of the movie. And then that's exactly what happened with this one. Like Gerald said, it's exactly like Batman versus Superman. You could, uh, you know, pick so many plot points out of that. I just want a clear cut winner in one of these movies. Eventually. That would be great. Yeah. Also, like well, just- we, did, we did get, I guess a winner in this one for the most part. I mean, it was definitive. Who's the 
better one. The, the funny thing about this one is that this didn't go Batman versus Superman way and where I was like, you know, Batman's clearly the underdog. He's got the least amount of powers and he ended up winning over the Goliath, which is Superman. I felt like this one, Godzilla was Goliath and Godzilla still won. Well, Godzilla lost that last fight, but regardless, he won two or three. Um, yeah. He won two, I mean, really three or four, if you really count it, because King Kong went down at the end there and then had to be revived. But um, yeah, I mean, Godzilla is definitely the, the the Goliath, like you said in this movie. It's And then also you give Kong that that weird plot point where he has to go to the center earth to get the base, just get an ax. And it's 30, 45 minutes of my life. I won't get back because it was kind of, a lot of people die in the process of getting there, but none of it made sense. And like, I know, I know, like I'm going to get railed for this because it's, it's a monster movie. Turn your brain off. But like, I just can't help but to watch a movie and be like, okay, so these guys went to the center of the earth. Where's the light source coming from? Why, Why did they not have to go back through the, the wormhole? when they went back up, back to Hong Kong. Why Why are they able to breathe this air that is not the same kind of... It's just so many different plot holes that I'm just like, it still bothers me, even though I know I should be turning my brain off. Yeah, and like, why can you travel 600 miles an hour in a pod and not just get completely messed up in there? The, the, that whole sequence was probably my least favorite part of that movie. Uh, there, you know, there was a cool fight in there when he's kind of fighting those, uh, flying monsters. But if you would have taken that whole section out of the movie and replaced it with more fights on the, whatever the surface of the earth, I would have liked that a lot better. Uh, I'm going to, and, and let's not forget, this is a, this is part of a bigger trend here where, um, you take a word and after the word, you put the word verse afterwards. You have Spider-Verse. You have DC Universe, Marvel Universe. Now we have a Monster-Verse with the King Kong and the Godzilla franchise. Now, I'm totally down with this, and I hope they keep these movies going because I've kind of seen all the different Godzilla monsters like through like either action figures or like you know something on YouTube, like, Google images and I want, I want them to keep making them, you know? I, I mean, if, if the fast and the furious franchise can keep making movies, I'm cool with Godzilla still doing it. And, I, I agree. and, and I thought, you know, I, I, I remember the internet blowing up over the idea of Mecha Godzilla being in this movie. I think more people cared about that than actually watching Godzilla and Kong fighting. Um, and, and it delivered. I thought Mecha Godzilla was super cool. So I hope they keep making these movies, but the whole ver- and I think on the verse thing, I think there was another series that was trying to do a monster verse too. Like I believe they teased this at the end of the the the, the Tom Cruise mummy movie, right? They they did. Yeah. So they tried what was it, the Dark Universe, and they did this whole spread in Vanity Fair. It's like, hey, Tom Cruise is in the Mummy, and Javier Bardem is going to be Frankenstein, and it's uh. An example of, uh, you know, what is it? The chicken comes before the egg or something like that. That type of analogy. Uh, The mummy bombed. That whole universe was killed. And then they rebooted everything with the Invisible Man, which is a pretty good movie. It it was Dracula, right? It was Dracula. Dracula they were trying to do. Yeah, it was Dracula, too. There was, like, all these monsters. Yeah. Yeah, weird. And then, God, I saw one person start... 
the last time um, when three from hell came out. And if you don't, anyone doesn't know what that movie is. It is the uh, third movie in the series that started with house of a thousand corpses. So it was Rob zombies first movie. And he's made two sequels to that one since it came out. And they're just very violent, very graphic, very disturbing movies about uh, a bunch of rural psychopaths. And somebody brought the idea of, well, what if they do a zombie verse with Rob Zombie, all the characters from the Rob Zombie movies he's made since he became a director? And I just said, I don't know if we want that. Yeah, if there's ever any kind of directors or producers, writers listening to our podcast, I'm talking to you specifically right now. Not everything needs to be its own universe. It's okay to have a one-off. Yeah. My soapbox. That's what happened with DC. You saw that. DC fell into that trap. Yeah, well, DC kind of had to do it. Yeah, with stuff like DC. Yeah, stuff like DC, Marvel, even the Godzilla, you know, like Godzilla Monsterverse, like we're talking about now, even really, I think, needs it more often than not in these series. And this movie, although I'm not a huge fan of it, I do like the other ones. Um, The Clash of Titans or whatever it was with Godzilla before, I really enjoyed that movie. This one was really the first one in this universe of sorts that I just was kind of like, okay, I don't need that one. I really just don't. And and it's funny you say that because, you know, traditionally we do the the movie reviews. We do like the what did they say? What did we originally think? Now we don't do that with the new movie. But the the Godzilla King of the Monsters, which I believe that all three of us fairly liked, um, that had terrible reviews. It was not a critical success whatsoever. And Kong versus Godzilla is actually getting much better reviews. Now, there are some critics who did not like it. Rolling Stone really railed against this movie in in its review. Um, there's been several other credible uh, critics who really didn't like this movie, but there's been plenty who kind of just, they kind of said what we said. They turned their brains off and they just enjoyed watching. They just said, hey, you know what? This movie doesn't try too hard to be anything special. And it kind of just gives you what you wanted to see, which is, the clash of these two giant monsters, yeah, you know, with with big time digital effects for the first time ever. I, yeah. I will say that out of all three of the new Godzilla movies that they've made, this one definitely has the best action in it because the original with Brian Cranston, you you didn't really see Godzilla that entire movie. Uh, the second one kind of focused more on other monsters as opposed to Godzilla. So this one, you know, the action was very impressive at times, especially that that final fight in uh, Hong Kong. Uh, even though they did kill like that entire city, they destroyed every building in that city. But impressive uh, CGI, nonetheless. Yeah, Hong no. Kong will never forget. Like that was that was a nightmare for all of Hong Kong. <laughs> they did it. They did Fenway Park pretty bad in uh in the last movie too. It was Boston got destroyed. That was where the last fight was. Yeah, that's right. I believe in what, what the set in the first movie. It was San Francisco, right? Yeah, it was San Francisco. So I, I like the diversity they're doing here in terms of uh, just kind of so you got East Coast, West Coast, and then you know all the way across the sea for the yeah. for this one. So what? Uh, sorry. So go ahead. Oh, um, what I want to say also is like um in the in those other two Godzilla movies. I actually liked the human parts of those movies. 
the Millie Bobby, Bobby Brown in those movies, all the characters, I really felt like I was actually enjoying the human parts in those movies. These movies, it just kind of felt like they were there because they had to be there because they said we are in a universe and we need to put them in there. Yeah, I, I think one actor I really missed this time around was Kyle Chandler. He was in this movie for maybe two or three scenes, but that guy is such a good actor. You know, Friday Night Light speaks for itself, but um, to not kind of have that type of presence in this movie, I think, hurt it a lot. I think there were too many comedic characters, like the the podcaster, which is, you know, I'm ragging on podcasters and we're podcasters, but I didn't really like that guy uh, at times. Um, I think they needed uh, some more serious characters. And, yeah. and, and let's talk about the villains, too, because the villains, I thought, in this movie were a big big step down where you had... Um... Wait a minute, there were villains? I thought we were just talking about Kong. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, I, I know there were quote-unquote yeah, villains. But, but you, have, you have Charles Dance in the last movie, and he's just, I don't know. He just brought such a unique uh, little thing just just his own twist like just he brought that tywin lannister type of evilness yet charm that 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 fans fell in love with him when he was on game of thrones and he was really great in the last movie and they tease him at the end being in the next one or having some type of role down the down the line but they replaced him this time with just a very uh generic father daughter villain duo and they just were so cliche would that be the word to describe them you know you got the the brandy drinking rich evil dad yeah. you know and then the the snobby selfish daughter i guess it Absolutely. was kind of it was generic right yeah and i mean again this is where we're gonna we're gonna get people tweeting at us the next few days telling us like just enjoy the dang movie why'd you have to talk about all the bad parts but like there are three quarters of a movie here that we do have to talk about and those are the bad parts the fight scenes, great. Some of the best CGI fight scenes we've seen. I think we can probably all agree when it comes to this universe, at least, um, if not as of late. But you're still looking at it as a whole movie, and there's so many different plot holes that you have to point out. Like, when did Millie Bobby Brown end up in Hong Kong or however the heck, wherever the heck they were? Because I swear to God she was in L.A. or Boston at the beginning of this movie. Um, how did they, how did they like get away from Godzilla on the boat when they were just like, hey guys, just play dead. Godzilla's that dumb to just be like, all right, brah, got him, I'm out. And then 10 minutes later, they just hook King Kong onto a helicopter and fly right over him with Godzilla not paying attention. There's so many different little, like, what the heck type moments that get on my nerves with this movie. I will probably watch it again. I'm probably not, I'm, I'm, I don't hate it. It's still a good movie. It's just there's so many different plot holes. Yeah, and it's um, I think too. Just I just feel like the the humans in this movie were just so, in a way, useless. I don't know. There's some of them I did like. Um, but but it's like you know when we do our characters, all top my top three characters are gonna be monsters. Yeah. So so that that's that's kind of a problem. The only character that you know you could really even kind of root for in this movie was a little girl. Uh, who communicates with Kong, but even there's a plot hole connected to that. So, you, like, you're telling me that Kong is in this big, huge dome that's under 24-7 surveillance, and the the lead scientist lady doesn't know that this little girl has taught Kong sign language. Like, it completely slipped past her. It's like, Thank how? You. How? And, 
and nobody else realized they whenever he's on their twenty four seven. And not to mention, this is um not even a year removed from when the entire world was almost destroyed by like five monsters the same size, and you've also had repeated uh, attacks by other monsters. It's just like. You think the military and the government and every single scientist known to mankind would be all over, all over this guy. Yeah, <laughs> like, they should know everything about him. It's kind of like, you know, and I hate to use this, but you know, hey, when 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 COVID hit, you know, we had almost every single scientist in the country contributing in one way or another to to getting us out of this crisis. And you'd think that a bunch of monsters destroying the world would do the same, but no, it's a little girl has taught uh, King Kong sign language instead. <laughs> and then, like the security issues at what is it, Apex or whatever the the big villain company is, the security there is just trash. You're telling me like two teen kids and a, I mean, I guess he technically works for the company, but a, a podcaster were able to just break in, waltz right in, and see everything. And then the whole plan was you have a guy set up in a VR, AR, whatever the heck it was, inside a dead Titan's skull to control everything. It's just like, blow it out of my mind. Like, you really have to turn your brain off for this. You really have to turn your brain off to just ignore those parts of the movie and be like, that was great. Because the fight scenes are the one thing that's worth it. It's like when you go to Six Flags or Hurricane Harbor or any Disneyland and you have to wait three hours for one ride. You get that 20 seconds of enjoyment, and the person's like, it was the best day ever. Man, you spent four hours of your life waiting for 15 seconds. Yeah, Mecha Godzilla didn't even come until the last 20 minutes of this movie. And I was I, I knew Mecha Godzilla was in this movie because I saw a bunch of leaks on Twitter. Um, just kind of inevitable and in the world they, we they live did in. Drop a trailer. They did drop a trailer before the movie, pretty much just saying, okay, the internet won. We're just going to tell you that he's going to be in this movie now yeah but i wanted more mecha godzilla he was like one of my favorite godzilla characters when i was younger and uh the fact that he was you know introduced so late and then just defeated pretty easily honestly uh that that was pretty disappointing for me as well yeah i mean i do that's the one thing i wanted to say about mecha godzilla too it's like it's one of those characters that for long time godzilla fans like yourselves um you 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 build this build up to bring him in. It's like if you were like, we're going to bring the Joker into this big Batman movie. He's going to be huge. He's going to come in at the very end and then he dies. And then it's like, and that's all you're going to get of him. It's just, that was the big character. We got the two face treatment. Yeah. Yeah. Not even that much. Or venom in Spider-Man three. Uh, Topher Grace venom. <laughs> no, we don't need to discuss that. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, well, because Ghidorah was uh, is kind of was the three headed monster from the last movie. For those who aren't familiar with this genre, um, I guess that's considered to be like the Joker of Godzilla. And hey, they did him well, or them them well. Yeah, because <laughs> uh, I mean, man, he was a threat. They had him build up and everything, and then he had a very long. Just a couple of scenes, pretty epic ones. I was watching some of them back on, on some some services before this, and it was really awesome. But yeah, um, you guys want to get into scenes? If we're even going to do that for this one, I don't think we really wrote anything down. Yeah, like I, I, I'm going to wing it, and I, I'm going to say that that final fight in Hong Kong 
when when it's like during the night portion of it is is just really beautiful to to watch like all the neon colors just kind of pop out the cgi is at its best i think at that point of the movie um just if you want monsters fighting that is the scene for you to watch because they're really going at it at that point just punching each other in the face slamming each other to the ground kong is you know swinging his axe at godzilla uh it's Probably the most enjoyable part of the movie for me. Yeah, I have to agree. The um that 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 last battle, you know, Kong has his axe. He's finally able to do something. Because those other two battles, they were great cinematically, CGI, I guess, what you want to use. But um, they just you knew what was going to happen. Godzilla is a nuclear breathing fire dragon who swims and jumps and walks on land and tears and does everything. And Kong is stranded on a boat in the middle of the ocean. That's, you know, billions, however many feet deep. And he's, he's a big guy, but he's, what is he going to do? Swim and try to battle him. We all, we knew it was coming, right? <laughs> I liked a lot of the build up to Mecha Godzilla. I thought the first time you see Mecha Godzilla was pretty epic. Um, I don't know, just it just had that that factor that this is going to be a true threat, so I love that. But I I also will say that the plot twist with Mechagodzilla kind of uh, becoming its own monster and being not controlled by humans was um, that was pretty wild. I like that too. Especially, I I thought that was a really good plot twist. I did not see that coming. I was wondering how that okay maybe these guys are just pure evil, but no, it was more like no, they just Mechagodzilla was going to find a mind of its own and then be unstoppable. And that's how they were going to make Godzilla back into a, back into a hero, not a villain in the end. Well, I kind of felt like that's what we were going toward mainly because that was the kind of semi plot for the, the last Godzilla movie where they had found a way to vocalize and like calm down these, um, these Titans and these monsters. So I was like, well, they're going to have to use, like they're going to use that sooner or later again. They're not just going to drop that bomb and be like, Oh, it doesn't exist. <laughs> That's good attention to detail, Gerald. I like it. There's one thing with Mechagodzilla I didn't understand. So maybe you guys did, but you know, the podcaster has his bottle of whiskey that he carries around everywhere. And he spills it on the controls at the end of the movie, and it like glitches out Mecha Godzilla, and that's kind of how he gets defeated. Like, I don't know, that, that was such a dumb part of this movie. I'm like, you're telling me all you had to do was like throw liquid on all these controls, and this threat would have been neutralized. Press the off man, button. I'm telling you, it's none a, of it makes sense. Yeah, the last the last movie was like a year removed, like a year before this, right? In this universe timeline, and they had like 2018 technology then, and then now they have like 2080 technology. That one guy was like, I don't know how to use it, but then all of a sudden he's like, but I know how to make him make a giant monkey come back to life. And <laughs> so they're able to do all that, but they aren't able to protect the like giant controller to control this mecha Godzilla waterproof my phone is more waterproof than that thing is i spill whiskey on my phone all the time (laughs) (laughs) i don't get it so i think that inconsistency is a uh is the word of the day yeah (laughs) i'm having way more fun with this than i 
thought I was going to. This is this has been a fun episode because I think we just all like love this movie, but we also kind of like really hate it too. Yeah, it's so stupid, but God, I'm gonna watch it again, and I'm gonna watch it a lot more times. But it is dumb. Yes. Like, uh, oh, it's one of the, uh, it's just yes, yeah, so bad. I I don't want to compare it to this because I'm gonna get. Cr- Crud for it on the internet. You're welcome, Ryan. But um, when I would watch Will Ferrell movies growing up, I would just turn my brain off because they were funny. I didn't care about the plot. They're hilarious. All his it's it's a large live action episode of Family Guy. This is that with monsters and fighting. Just turn my brain off. Enjoy it. It's just a large, dumb episode of a really good fight. And there's something disappointing about that, too, because I felt like, you know, when you watch the first Godzilla movie, you kind of felt like something was there, right? Mm -hmm. Like, we're going to get kind of like, maybe not on the same level or as good, but like maybe like the Christopher Nolan Dark Knight version of monster movies where it's just like it's a sophisticated plot, like just really well done uh fight sequences as well as just like a really well put together plot line and all that and just now we've kind of just descended into stereotypical action movie down the road you know three movie, three or four movies in yeah um what what this movie kind of reminded me of was like a 90s action movie like independence day or something like a movie that is just all action minimal plot we haven't got a really stupid really enjoyable movie in a very long time uh this is kind of like a throwback and i I really appreciated it (laughs) yeah uh, the nostalgia hits are coming and we're here for the nostalgia of dumb pointless action movies i'm here for it it's cool as long as i didn't have to pay for it that's great and my if someone said like cheaper than 10 bucks to go see this movie at an IMAX theater. I'd go see it just because of the CGI fight scenes are pretty cool. Um, should we stay on topic and see if we have any of the scenes we like? I'm just trying to think anything you want to guys, guys want to discuss. I think I've hit most of it. Yeah. I think all of the, all of the scenes of them fighting. I enjoyed <laughs> Let's boil it down to that. I mean, like what, what else? I mean, I just can't think of anything else to talk about the movie with what I didn't like or what I liked there's not anything else I liked because everything I didn't like we've talked about and that has anything to do with the humans it's all flawed it was half-baked so I mean everything else is good half-baked idea though let's uh I guess we can try to rank our characters now (laughs) (laughs) um Um, who wants to go first with your number one? Oh, Godzilla. Yeah. Well, number one for me would be Kong, I, I would say, just because he was, you know, he had the most kind of emotional parts of the movie uh, with him and the little girl. I really like that stuff. Um, he was just easier to root for than Godzilla, I felt. He was, he was also really well fleshed out. I thought they really did a a good job. We've been ragging on this movie for plot, but like, I thought they really wrote this character really well. Yeah. And did like a dive into the monster. Cause they haven't done that really with Godzilla, you know, three movies in, you know, I I feel like I don't really know much about the monster, but it's like, I feel like I know everything about Kong. Now I feel like Kong's part of my family. 
now. Like, I just feel like they, they did a really good job with Kong in this movie. And, and by the end of it, you really do want Kong to win. It, and like, I even like diehard Godzilla fans are probably like, oh, wow, I'm, I might have to be a King Kong fan for this one. Yeah, I think they did a really good job of selling you on King Kong and diving into the story there. Yeah, I have to actually agree with you 100% here, Ryan. And I know that's rare. It smells hypocrite. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but like, it, you're, you're right. The, the Kong in this one, he definitely felt like the good guy they were trying to push. And he was the one we should all be cheering for, which makes up for those two fights he lost. And makes, and then they give you the reason why Godzilla was acting like a butthead. So I really do, I really do agree that like Kong was the best monster out of all this. He looks good at the end. He looks good in the beginning. He looks good in the middle. And that relationship with the little girl was probably the only human aspect of this movie that I did like. Um, number two. Jeff, are you going to have Kong as number two? Well, well, Kong's number one, and two would be Godzilla. Like, Godzilla's just a cool character. Like, you, you can't go wrong with that. It's a giant lizard that breathes fire. Come on. Like, uh, you could put him in any movie from now until the end of the time. I'm like, holy crap, Godzilla's in this movie, and he looks awesome. Uh, maybe not the Matthew Broderick one, where he kind of looked like an iguana, but everything else, man. <laughs> He's good. Godzilla 2000. Oh, yeah, that's right. He got blasted on that one. <laughs> um, yeah, I got Godzilla's number two. Thought the really, really kind of became the uh, the Stone Cold Steve Austin style anti-hero in this one. And I I kind of liked a little bit of that. It was kind of just, just like a mystery the whole time. Of why is Godzilla acting like this? But, I mean, just... You just saw the the pure just destruction and power of Godzilla in this one, and I liked it. I I just I thought it was different, and I like how they built Godzilla. I do have to agree, and I I kind of liked. I, I wish they had more Godzilla, Millie, Bobby, Bobby Brown, like together. It's part of the things that I liked in the previous, like Millie Bobby Brown's like little little bit of relationship going with the whole with Godzilla's whole thing. I wish we had more of that. It's a little disappointing that we didn't, but yeah, he's the he's second number on this. Number two. So is Mecha Godzilla number three for all of us too? Yep. <laughs> um, I wanted more Mecha Godzilla. His design was great. I really liked uh like like the red laser eyes that they had and kinda like everything about him. Um hopefully they rebuild him and put him in the next movie and like send him up to space oh, or yeah? something. I don't know. I've got Oh, I've got an idea. <laughs> all, right. all right, all right. So after this is over, um, we're going to look up, like, find some generic top ten list of like best Godzilla monsters, and we'll like rank which one we want to see in the next movie by like coolness factor. I guess I don't know. We'll just look at the monsters and then just just judge. Because because like, well, we, all we've got is like action figures and, and very dated digital effects and animatronics to go off of. So, but I always remember the Mecha Godzilla designs and I was always wondering, well, what's it going to look like when, when this monster gets made in the, the 21st century? And I thought it was pretty cool. Um, so I, I wasn't disappointed. Plus they, the build up to him was epic. And especially, I just love the scene I love the scene where he turns on the villain and you just kind of see the eyes like turn. You just go, Oh, like that was just a, that plot to his hit. It hit me. I, I, 
I somewhat saw it coming, but it still is like, uh oh, uh oh, that's gonna be wild. Yeah. So. I I thought it was good. I thought that politics was good, yeah, but I mean he is the number three by default for me because nobody else did good enough. And that's not by fault of any of the actors, I don't think that's the director or the writer who came up with the script. Um but yeah, and as someone who didn't know that Mechagodzilla was going to be in this, because I kind of avoided most trailers, because, I mean, the trailers are just going to show you the fights that I wanted to see. So I just kind of avoided most of those, so I could be surprised, which I hardly do, as you know, Jeff, with anything. But um, it, it was it was the biggest surprising movie for me, and I enjoyed seeing him in it. Do wish we had more. Again, like you guys said, I hope we get the next movie, or in two or three movies, a return of Mechagodzilla. Because, I mean, for all purposes, he his existence makes sense, the way he explains it. We have to have something to protect us from these titans when they do some crazy-ish. So, it makes sense to have him, and it makes sense to bring him back. Yeah, yeah, he's a such a cool character. But for number four, <laughs> we really kind of fall off a cliff at this point. Uh, the, the little girl, I think, is my favorite human character. Just the emotional connection she had to Kong, or had to Kong, uh, was great. Um, really was. And he, she's really the only human character you even care about. And yeah, she's number four. I'd put her at number four, too. I reckon. Yeah, it was kind of the, the human aspect. I had Alexander Skarsgård probably at number five. Yeah, me too. Maybe he kind of had the the... Uh, he was he was the most complex character, and I guess that kind of wins when, especially in this day and ages, uh, we're just you know television is ridden with with complex characters, and guys, you got you just kind of don't know what the motive is. Is this person good or is he flawed? But at the end, the person makes the right decision, and but we're still like, oh, well, what what was the what was the reason for that? So I thought he was decently fleshed out. Let's put it that way. Yeah, he was a you know he wasn't a bad action hero. That's for sure. Um, he had a great arc. He changed the most by by the end of the movie. He even got a haircut. Um, so you know that's like you know slim pickings in this movie. But yeah, he was pretty good. <laughs> he got a haircut I was like Alexander Skarsgård was in this movie. <laughs> that's how. <laughs> That's how little I paid attention to the humans after like the first hour and a half. No, but um, yeah, it's the, it's the little girl, like the little girl. I'm I'm blanking on her name. She deserves better, but her, she is she is number four and number five because I don't like nobody else deserves it in this movie for me. I just I can't give oh, it to number five for anybody else. I think the list of characters I didn't like is longer than the list of characters I did like. Um, I didn't like Brian Tyree Henry, the guy who plays the podcaster. I really like him in Atlanta, that show. I did not like him in this movie. Uh, I thought he was just straight up annoying. Um, the little kid from Deadpool's in this movie, too. Um, didn't like him. And uh, Millie Bobby Brown, I don't know. I'm just not really a fan of her in this one. They're just not, they just weren't well written, I guess, or just they didn't. They didn't really serve, a lot of them just really didn't serve a purpose, which is kind of the problem. No, they didn't. Uh, I mean, they I, all- we sent we sent we sent three characters, and Jeff Jeff and Gerald pointed this out earlier. But but we sent three characters all the way to Hong Kong so that they could pour some whiskey onto a computer. 
and that was there. <laughs> yeah, how did we they still know how they got there. Did they get there in one of those tubes? Because I can't remember, but maybe that was it. There was like they were in some weird tube thing. That's all I remember. When Godzilla, when Godzilla blew the hole through Hong Kong to Middle Earth, did it also go through to the other side where L.A. or Boston, where the heck Millie Bobby, Bobby Brown was, and she just jumped through? <laughs> if so, how does that work? Because when she gets halfway, shouldn't she like flip over and have to climb the rest? I'm just <laughs> and then also since like it's not just a hollow Earth, it's a whole other ecosystem. How does she deal with the weather going through? I mean, she was totally not dressed for Hong Kong weather going in. No, I'm just kidding. But like it, it's there's just so many wrong things. I just don't. And they Millie Bobby Brown made so like she was good in the got in the War Against All the Titans. She was good in the Earth Godzilla movie. So I just don't understand how they 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 put her in here because they had to, not because they needed to. Oh, and they're also trying to win off the the Stranger Things crowd, obviously yeah. too. I mean, she's a she's a very she's probably one of the more prominent, you know teenage actors there is right now so so of course like if you if you want that that type of casting you're gonna she's probably one of the first people you call at this point right yeah and it just so happens she was already cast into this universe Mm -hmm. um it's it's a shame because like like i said nobody else deserves it and it's not entirely the actor's fault actors and actors i'm someone who doesn't blame the actor and actress for getting working with what they have you know you work with what you get so it sucks because they're the ones with their face on it. But the little girl who had no words to say the entire movie did better job than the rest of the actors who had lots to say. <laughs> so, all right. Uh, I want to do final reviews. And now let's go ahead and start with our reviews guys. So I know we have a, five tier review system but this movie to me just doesn't really fit into those tier systems it's definitely not a hall of fame a play, hall of famer it's not an all-star to me it's not a starter but it's also not bad enough to be cut or be a bench player so i want to propose we inc- just invent our own little thing kind of like a six man here it's a bullpen player someone you can put on and you're not gonna be too disappointed because there are some good things with it but you know it's not going to get you the win It's not going to get you that satisfying taste of victory because no one really won at the end and you didn't get what you really needed, but it helped you get there. So I do think this is a bullpen movie. For me, I'm going to give it a starter. I enjoyed it enough to, you know, I'm probably going to watch it again. And, you know, it was enjoyable. The action scene sold me, man. Um, Not going to lie. Some of the best action scenes we've seen in a while. Um, and I like that it was free on my TV. So, I mean, starter. Well, speaking of free, um, this movie has made a ton of money box office revenue so far, despite being streamed on HBO max. And despite the fact that we're still in a pandemic. So that's, that, that's very impressive. Uh, and I'm going to give it a starter too, just because I do think that, it gave us what we wanted. The fight sequences were very well done and it was very, a very entertaining movie. I definitely did not feel like I wasted my time watching it. It didn't overstay its welcome. It was the perfect length for, for a movie like this. So yeah, if you did, if you had issues with it, like all of us did, you know, you aren't going to be sitting there like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe I had to sit through that entire thing. Like, Oh no, it goes very quick. And this movie moved along 
very quick. I mean, it was just bang, bang, bang. And next, you know, we're at the ending. And plus, I mean, these monsters just look so cool. So, <laughs> so uh, I'll give it, I'll give it credit where it's credit's due. And I will say I, I enjoyed this and I will just go ahead and give it a starter. Which is why I don't want to give it a bench player role. I want it to be that six man, the guy who he, he can start if given the necess- like given the heads up and need to need to. I just don't think it needs to be a starter. I think there are better movies. Um, and when it comes down to it, we are reviewing movies as a whole, not just as the fight scenes. And in my opinion, that's where it's like the fight scenes are great, which is what makes it the six man, makes it that bullpen player. But the plot's just so many holes in it, man. It's it's got more holes than a um packer fan on his head on a sunday afternoon <laughs> so i'm just I'm, I'm good with just keeping in the bullpen player all right so we were gonna have this little um i'm trying to find a good source for this but we wanted to look at the uh i got i got something they can fight but it's not from it's not from godzilla's universe i want to see was it the the megazord from power rangers fight Kong and Godzilla is what I want to see. Three-way fight, Power Rangers, Kong and Godzilla. That is my and answer. I want to see I want to see Thanos and his army up against the God, Kong and Godzilla. That's it. Thanos and his army. Thanos without the stones cuz that's not fair. What happens? <laughs> or you know, even just Godzilla and Kong against the Avengers. All right, so so here are some of the monsters I'm looking at here. I'm trying to see the ones that haven't been used in a movie yet. Uh, it's pretty much, I think it's probably going to be a three-monster race here. So there's this guy named Destroya, and he kind of looks like a giant triceratops with a uh, rhino horn or unicorn horn. And, I mean, this guy looks terrifying. He's massive too. Like very wide. I think he can fly also. So he's got like wings Shit. and all that. You got you guys got a you guys got a picture? Look him up. Look him up. Look him up. Everyone Google images. If you're watching, if you're listening to us too, image him. Or just look him up later. Don't do it while you're driving, please. <laughs> <sighs> yes. Him. I want him in that movie. Holy crap. Yeah. Dude, he looks terrifying. Holy crap. How did I never know about that guy? <laughs> what All is right, in the so... middle of his chest? Is that an eyeball? Oh, I don't know. Let, it... me look. Let me get a better is it look like at a, him. Is it a, is it a... I'm just trying to figure out what is that. Like, It looks like something I don't want to say. but <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't want to say either. <laughs> is it a mouth? It looks like the uh, the thing from Star Wars. Oh my god, I'm blanking on the thing where um, Boba Fett ends up dying when he falls into. Oh, the the, the Sarlacc like pit. Flower, yeah. isn't it? The Sarlacc pit. Yeah. <laughs> like in his chest. Oh, that thing is crazy. Yeah, dude, he looks. Dude, he is. Man, these action figures are enough to give you nightmares. I can only imagine what they could do if if they I'm got the right though. digital effects it's, guys. I'm just confused because like sometimes it looks like a big Godzilla. Sometimes it has a scorpion body. What the heck is this thing? All right, so they got this guy named Geigen, who's the other one. And he looks like he's got, like, a chainsaw for a hand. Uh, he looks pretty cool, too. I'm not going to lie. Let me see. Come on, Google search. 
Oh, they have a Space Godzilla, too. Holy crap. Oh, yeah, he's got, like, he's got, like, man, he's got some crazy-looking arms. Pretty much his arms are, like, giant knives and some... I mean, they're different in every single picture, so... And he's got wings, too. You guys should look up Space Godzilla next. Okay, I'm looking at Space Godzilla. Kind of looks like he has giant candy corns growing out of his shoulders, but, I mean, he still looks pretty cool. Oh, yeah, he's got, like, the the emeralds or whatever those things are. I don't know, but that looks cool. Yeah, it looks pretty lit. Uh, and the last one, on, on at least on the list I'm looking at, um, Biolante. So he's a grotesque hybrid of Godzilla and human DNA along with the plant life. Huh. I don't know. I think I think it's gonna be hard to beat Destroya. That's kind of the Yeah, that that one is just crazy looking. <laughs> Can't believe they, they designed that so many years ago too, which just makes it so Oh, this guy looks pretty cool. Yeah, he looks pretty terrifying. Probably the most realistic, honestly. I eh, know Destroyer is probably the best one for still. Yeah, Destroyer, I would say, would be mine. Because, man, that guy looks he cool. Looks awesome. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed talking and listening to us talk about monsters beating themselves up the way that we did. We certainly had a ton of fun with this, just the way this movie was supposed to be. So I'm happy we reviewed this, right, guys? Yes. It was a fun one to do, man. It's a Absolutely. fun one to do, just like the movie was intended to be. It was a fun movie. That's what it was intended to be. <laughs> yeah. But as we get closer to Oscar time, we're going to get more serious with our reviews and get to a... We're going to be getting some critically acclaimed ones coming up, as well as uh, us eating our punishment for not winning our respective brackets. So... We'll be doing Teen Wolf at some point. That's on the schedule. We also have The Wrestler and Knives Out's also on the schedule since those sequels are going to be coming out in the near future. So we're looking forward to it. We're going to have fun with this. And we appreciate you joining us, as always, here on Box Office Quarterbacks. Have a great week. Yeah.